So we can academically say, yeah, I don't think like pursuit of happiness should be our highest goal, but do we actually live that way? <laughs> and at least for me, I think the answer is more often than not, no. no. Like, I, I think the pursuit of happiness is often my highest goal in the way that I live. Welcome to Real FM Rewind, B-side, where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Zoe. Welcome back to Real FM Rewind B-Side Friends. My name's Kara, hanging out with Anson and Zoe in the studio. After a 4th of July weekend, we're all here with, I assume, all 10 digits intact. Yes, <laughs> yes. can confirm. This I didn't actually success. set off any fireworks. I just watched them from a distance. I did not Same. set off Which any is fireworks. kind of my way of doing it nowadays. Yeah, agreed. Let all yeah. the kids blow their fingers I off. I know, right? <laughs> it's just so much easier. Yeah, so <laughs> hopefully you are also intact after your... <laughs> 4th of July shenanigans. It's my turn for On Repeat this week. And my On Repeat is from Rosalind. It's Hallelujah. Say Rosalind and Rehab because it's a remix. Uh, I listened to the regular version yesterday and I was like, oh, pfft, no, all the way. It's a remix. <laughs> <laughs> a little more upbeat. A little more upbeat. This girl, she kind of came up out of nowhere last year. Her single Snap, I believe it was last year, just kind of exploded. Yeah, it was she, one of those TikTok singles yes. that like just kapoor, like Took everywhere off. because it was being used on TikTok like crazy. It was such a big deal. And so she's kind of catapulted into the limelight. So this is one of her new ones. And I really really like this song it is so catchy so very lovely it's got a very like haunting mm. I, I don't know maybe haunting isn't the right word it's like simultaneously like haunting and beautiful and also like super upbeat and part of that is the remix i think yeah. with rehab right it's just very very catchy song i've been humming it for all, the last few days <laughs> but it, it's an interesting song so rosalind is from armenia and she's pretty young. She, she's maybe like 20 or something. I, I don't believe that she has a lot of religious background, but the music video, if you watch this, she's like in a church with stained glass windows and it has all of this very, you know, religious imagery and uh, the lyrics are very much that way. But when asked about it, it's interesting. Her description of this song, Hallelujah, she said it's about this euphoria moment of pure joy and happiness. She said when she goes into writing a song, she says, I always talk about a specific feeling that I want people to feel when they listen to a song. And then we dig deeper and discuss their stories. So for this one, it's all about that feeling of uh, pure joy and happiness, which is kind of interesting because, again, the in, the lyrics are so, you know, she talks about turning water into wine. Yeah. She talks about the divine. It sounds very much like a what we used to call Jesus or boyfriend songs. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> like, which one is it? Right. Um, but in this case, I think it's more of just like uh, this last year where she's kind of suddenly been catapulted into the limelight. Yeah. It's been kind of a euphoric, it yeah. sounds like, it's kind experience. of a celebration of all of that and maybe, maybe some gratitude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. So it's it's an interesting song from that perspective, but I just, I love it. It's a beautiful song. She's got very strong Adele vibes to me, mm. and she's, it sounds like she's a big fan yeah. of Adele. She's got a big voice. Big sure. vo- yeah. That is what I keep noticing. When I watch her in a video, I'm like, your voice is so much bigger than uh, this just young person, and I'm like, your voice is huge. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's amazing to me. So she's very, very talented. So anyway, yeah, that's my on repeat for this week. We interrupt this program to bring you 
A pause. All right. So as Kara mentioned at the top of the show, this last week we celebrated Independence Day, Fourth of July, shot off all the fireworks, Yay. did all the Murica things. <laughs> <laughs> and it just kind of got me thinking about a few kind of just, I don't know, cultural movements in our country. And I think especially among younger people, there's been kind of this uh, pushback on some of the ideals uh I tried to say both ideas and ideals at the same time. <laughs> and I think I mean both words. Yeah. Um, some of the like kind of American ideals that we've cherished in our country for a long time. Mm. There's been some pushback to some of those things and some questioning about where our love of country should rank in our lives. Mm. And just a lot of questions around all of that. Yeah. Um, and I think most of those conversations have been had <laughs> kind of ad nauseum. <laughs> like we've talked about that a lot, a lot over the last few years and they're worthy conversations. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but as I was thinking about this, I kind of wanted to go a slightly different direction. One that was maybe a little bit more like personally challenging to me hmm. uh, because I was thinking about, you know, all of this like Christian nationalism and all this stuff that gets lots of press and there's lots of debate about. And I personally like come down kind of on the side of like, yeah, I think we have elevated some of our American ideals a little bit too much to the detriment of some of our Christian uh, ideals. Um, but I also think there are some American ideals that I continue to elevate in my own life Ooh. and love. And so I'm more interested, I think, in in kind of where I fall short, like what are the things where I'm still struggling, right? Mm. That I'm maybe not getting quite right. And when I think of the idea of like American freedom, while there has been this pushback among kind of a younger generation going, yeah, I'm not so sure that hits the mark. Mm -hmm. I also think there are aspects to our culture where we've totally accepted them and they've yeah. become totally ingrained in us mm. to our detriment. And that includes the idea of freedom, I think, and the pursuit of happiness, right? Mm. Like when I think about that phrase, it sounds like a very noble phrase, right? right? And I do believe politically speaking that people should have the right to pursue happiness, but just as an individual, should the pursuit of happiness be mm. my goal, right? Above all else. Above all yeah. else. Yes. And mm. I think the answer is no, which I feel like is probably a relatively obvious answer from a Christian perspective or a Christian worldview. Right. But actually living that out yeah. is way, way, way harder. Way harder. Right. So we can academically say, yeah, I don't think like pursuit of happiness should be our highest goal, but do we actually live that way? <laughs> and at least for me, I think the answer is more often than not. No, no. Like, I, I think the pursuit of happiness is often oh, my man. highest goal in the way that I live. Yeah. Right. And that's despite all of my, maybe potential bluster about like, oh, yeah, we've we've overemphasized these American ideals or whatever. Mm. But I, I think sometimes even in the midst of that, we underestimate how much cultural thoughts and mindsets and philosophies mm. kind of infiltrate our own thinking. Dang. Right. Like we just don't yeah. realize how much influence those kind of lines of thought have over us. Really so true. I'm interested kind of for your guys's take on this. And if you agree with me or disagree with me, I mean, it's it's a hard truth, right? That like yeah. life is not supposed to be fair. Most of what scripture tells us is not about like, you know, your lives are going to be really happy and amazing in every way, like at least in the traditional way that we think about happiness. Right. right. And so maybe that is kind of what it comes down to is like, 
Because you could argue maybe the Christian life is a pursuit of happiness. Mm. It's just a very different mm. looking yeah. happiness than what I think we traditionally think of. Yeah. So what are your guys' thoughts mm. on this? Yeah. Is it something you've thought about? I guess. Let's start with that. Like this idea of kind of happiness and whether or not it should be the highest goal in your life. Mm-hmm. That is a hard one to introspect about because it's so deeply ingrained yeah. like that you don't even realize how much it drives I mean, I think it's it's clear. Yeah, it drives a lot of our behavior. Yeah. But I think it's so deep in there. We don't even realize it. Right. Like half the time. Why? <laughs> and if I if I go too introspective on this, it's like, oh, oh, crap. Like, why am I? Why am I const- down the rabbit? Yeah. Hole she goes. Why am I constantly seeking out, you know, sugar or mm. like, I mean, you could go at this from the food we eat to the things we consume to yeah. the way we spend our time. Like, why am I making all of those decisions? And sadly, <laughs> a lot of the time it's probably because I believe it will make me feel good. Right. I, which in my mind equals happiness. Yeah. And I think we've been sold that bill of goods is these things if you pursue them will make you happy. Mm-hmm. Maybe they they look different for all of us, but right. you know, achieving these things, buying these things, owning these things, having these experiences will make you happy. And therefore that becomes unconsciously almost kind of the driving force of yeah. our lives. Yeah. And I do think, yeah, I think absolutely. Like we're all kind of caught up in that without even realizing it. It's just yeah. an unconscious thing, which is really And that's a really good point that I think it can manifest itself in a lot of different ways for a lot of people. Like for some people, my happiness might look like being successful in like a business or a financial sense. For other people, it might look like being able to eat whatever I want to eat. For some people, it might be hanging out with the people I want to hang out with. Or having whatever kind of big toys that I want (laughs) or being able to do whatever I want. I mean, yeah. yeah, Having financial freedom. Like there's a a lot of ways that, that that could present itself. But they all kind of come back to that central idea of like one of the highest kind of uh, ideals that we have in our culture is being satisfied. Right. Yeah. Uh, Which ironically, like seems like it's really hard. It it always seems to slip out of our fingers. Mm -hmm. Right. right? It's a constantly moving goalpost. Yeah. Yeah. There's always something more that we need to make us happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. the, uh, The concept of happiness is something that has been on my mind for a few months, actually. Back mm. in May, we were visiting my husband's side of the family and the phrase, this phrase came up, marriage is not about happiness. Oh boy. Ah. That's a fun and one. And <laughs> it really like just has stuck with me mm-hmm. since hearing that sentence, that utterance, mm-hmm. because it is so true and it's such a hard truth that marriage is not about happiness. Like mm. you, if you're in a healthy marriage, you should be happy. <laughs> like duh. But your pursuit in marriage is not to be right. happy. Like your pursuit mm. in marriage is to serve your partner and you know, that kind of a thing. It's a selfless thing. And through mutual selflessness, right. you have like joy, but there's still struggle in marriage. There's still lots of heartache in the process. And so having been married for almost a year now, that was, you know, definitely That's like a hard one. Yeah. It's hard because, you know, I feel like a lot of young women and men too idolize relationships thinking that will make them happy. Mm. Like as soon as I get a boyfriend, oh, yeah. like I had so many boy crazy friends in high school <laughs> that were like, once I get a boyfriend, it's right. like <laughs> that will satisfy them yeah, when they yeah. have that person. And I'm this cynic who's like, that's not the answer. (laughs) Like having a relationship is hard. Like you are going to have heartache in the process of it. Like trying to work together on things like 
that human is messed up like you. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you're going to go through things together. It's hard to be in a relationship. It is hard to be married. And I think likewise, when we have a relationship with God, it is hard. Yeah. Like it is not, you know, perfect sunshine and rainbows being a Christian or living in this life, but we can still have joy. And that's the thing, the difference, right? Between joy and happiness. Like we can have joy even when we're struggling, but when we're struggling, we're not really happy about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, I think about that a lot in my marriage, like, okay, I don't have this perfect, you know, Disney movie, like idea of what marriage is supposed to be, but I do have something that is good. Right. Well, and that brings me back to the word pursuit in that mm-hmm. phrase, like the pursuit of happiness. Like, what are you pursuing? Like, what is the reason why you entered into a marriage right. or a relationship mm-hmm. with another person? Yeah. Right. If it's a mm. selfish pursuit, right. like I'm here just because of what this is going to do you for, for me. me. Exactly. Right. That's very different yeah. than approaching it from like, like I'm pursuing this other person because I want to make them happy or mm-hmm. I want to serve them. Right. Which right. ultimately may result in some happiness for myself as well. Yeah. But it's kind of different from that pers- that selfish pursuit of happiness. Right. right. And I think that's the thing that we get caught up in with all of this is because yeah. relationships and food and owning <laughs> things and having a good job, like none of those things are inherently wrong. Right. Right. But it's when we approach them in the pursuit of happiness, right? Right. Like this is the thing that's going to give me like fulfillment in life. (laughs) Right. And then ultimately disappoint us. Like that's when we get Mm. into trouble. Right. Yeah. I also think the second kind of part of this, if we tried to like turn a corner is what do we do about it? Right. So like we identify this like, problem that just exists everywhere all around us in our culture. Everyone's got right? problems. We're, we're all pursuing <laughs> happiness usually in, in one way or the other. Yeah. How do we how do we change that mindset? And mm-hmm. that is the part to me that's like, yeah, I mean, my honest answer is really like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. It seems like a really difficult problem to solve. But as I was thinking about it, one thing, a small thing I think that has been really helpful for me is like, finding ways to interrupt my natural patterns of thinking. Mm. And a lot of those natural patterns are very much influenced by culture. Right. And so even things like uh, our our chaplain, Justin has talked about daily practices of prayer, right. Mm. And like certain times of the day, Mm. Uh, even just a sentence, the Jesus prayer, Christ Mm. have mercy, right. Little pattern interrupters that bring my mind into a different space yeah. and so that I'm, I'm meditating on different things, mm. right? Other than just my relentless pursuit of mm-hmm. happiness, yeah. Yeah. right? Because like Kara said, I think we just do this constantly. Without like, realizing Yes, it. even yeah. in micro decisions, yeah, right? Totally. I want to go drink a Coke right now. Mm-hmm. Why do I want a Coke? Because it'll make me feel, feel good. good right? <laughs> yeah. Something about the sugar and the taste that like dopamine, right? It's like yes. not, it's not healthy for me. It's not good for me, but I just, I want that little hit of feel good. Mm. Right. Yep. And so even in that mode, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying you can't drink no, a Coke, right? No, or we're something. not. Yeah. Like but, this could easily turn into this like really legalistic thing that could yeah, be equally yeah. or even more problematic. Exactly. Right. But I think sometimes when we're feeling that urge to, oh, I'm, I'm down, I'm hurting. I'm not feeling great. I want to go do like a little thing that just gives me a little shot yeah. of happiness. Yes. How could I interrupt that thought mm. with a quick prayer or mm-hmm. a reminder of a scripture verse or, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. and it seems cheesy putting up a, a post-it note on your office wall that has yeah. like a scripture verse or like, <laughs> but I really do think it's those little pattern interrupters that are necessary because this pursuit of happiness is so ingrained in us. Yeah. And like the only way I can think to escape this mm-hmm. constant threat 
is to have like constant interruptions yep. that that distract my mind from mm. this this pursuit of happiness that I'm like constantly embroiled in. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. The interrupting the pattern is about more than like, oh, you should stop doing that. It's about like what is mm. what is true well-being actually look like? Mm. And how yeah, how does interrupting that pattern that super highway that my brain wants to take yeah. that mm. says this is the way to happiness. How can I create detours along the way and like right. here's an exit ramp like go this way yes. like it's actually over here but yeah but we need some help with that because help. like sometimes it just yeah it's so ingrained in us it's so hard you, you need that like kind of distraction yes to kind of like jolt you out of that mindset totally. every once in a while so yeah. I, I think the first key like is just awareness yeah awareness that this is happening mm -hmm. to all of us yep. and this is the water that we swim in totally like, we have to recognize that first mm. and then i think creating awareness of alternatives. Yep, that's good. What can I do differently in this moment? And what's a trigger for that? Like, what's something mm. that can remind me, hey, you don't have to do that, right? right? There's there's another way. There's another option. Yeah. That's good. Fast forward. Okay, I believe this is fast forward. And I'm looking forward to my one year anniversary. Aww. So that's kind of cool. When and is that? Uh, August 5th. Nice. And so Sweet. it's on a Saturday because I planned ahead. Aww, <laughs> I'm that job. kind of person. <laughs> um, well done. Thank you. That's awesome. When my husband and I were originally getting married, we got married at the courthouse and it was a mess. It was awful. Uh, we're still processing all of the things that had went down. But anyway, Aww. one thing that we had told people when we were in the process of getting married was calm down. We'll do a wedding later. Yeah. Because we don't want drama. And <laughs> we thought that would, you know, help yeah. everyone out. <laughs> the truth is my husband and I are not wedding people. <laughs> yeah. Like we will go to a wedding. That's sure. fine. Yeah. Planning our own wedding was just not something that we were into. It's stressful. Uh, yeah. Stressful. Yeah, and fair. it was freaking me out. <laughs> so, so we were like, we'll do it later. And the brilliant procrastinators that we are. Uh, <laughs> who just, just kidding. Did, just did not want to do this, but felt like our family wanted mm -hmm. it from us mm -hmm. that's hard there were things that we were unpacking and processing from how we got married and all of the drama that had happened that there was just this emotional baggage mm -hmm. that has taken us months and months and months to unpack slowly mm. and i've been procrastinating a difficult conversation yeah. <laughs> with uh family and so anyway all that to say we have finally decided together we're actually not going to do this. Good. We're actually not going to throw a party just to make our family happy. Because that is not what we need right now. Mm. And we decided it was, uh, especially I feel like I really needed this. We're just going to try to do something together. Yeah. Just the two of us. Maybe we'll go on a trip. We're going to figure Yay. that out soon, hopefully. But originally we wanted to kind of elope. So it would have been the two of us. But then my parents got involved. So it wasn't the two of us when we were at the courthouse. So <laughs> I was like, are we redoing our elopement? Yeah, <laughs> just right. Like, there you go. Just the two of us finally going off. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very excited for us to do something for us, for mm. our marriage and prioritizing that instead of anyone else. Yeah. So that's very special. And important Good to me. For you. So I'm excited. Yeah, wow. that is exciting. Any ideas? What you think? Yeah. You, where you're going to go, or what you want to do? I don't know. I got to ask him what our budget is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, there's always that. There's that. There is that. So I've got some ideas of like different price range tiers. I'm yeah. like, okay, yes. bottom of the tier. Here's an idea that'll be nice. And then top of the tier, extremist. Here's yes. an idea. Yeah, totally. Like if I had all the money, I'd be like, honey, let's go to Universal Studios oh. <laughs> in Orlando. <laughs> And 
go on the so romantic ride, all of the water slides at the Jurassic Park area. <laughs> oh like, my gosh, that's yes. adorable. That would be Aww. so fun. But I'm also happy if like we just go on a little road trip, like to yeah. Jamaica Springs or something. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So I'm happy with anything as long as it's just me and him. Uh, Sometimes good. just getting away. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And just being with each that's other. True. No matter that's where good. you are. Yeah. yeah. And we live in a very like touristy area, so it's mm-hmm. not that hard to yeah. get to some cool places like within a couple of hours yeah. of here. So exactly. that works out well. We'll find something. Yes. <laughs> well, good for you guys. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. Thank we'll you. Be excited to hear where you end up going. <laughs> yeah. Celebrate. Hopefully not at home. We gotta go somewhere. <laughs> no, you gotta go. You gotta do <laughs> right. the thing. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, congrats and uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys again next week. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. <laughs> <laughs>